This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. How about we do things different and win wars for a change? We are behind the scenes supporting allies in two wars in Ukraine and Gaza with our opponents, Russia and Iran, thinking that our resolve can be broken if they can withstand the military pressure being put on them. There is every reason to think that they might be right. They provide much of the misinformation on our social media where Americans get their news. American resolve has never been easier to unravel than today. There's not much single-mindedness to begin with, and brief periods of consensus have not shown much longevity. But the last time we actually won a war was over the island of Granada, unless you count the Cold War. Ronald Reagan would get credit for both. Americans have gotten more jaded on the use of military power because they have not won wars lately. They have not resulted in the favorable political outcomes when ended. I would argue that these wars have been lost mostly because of political intervention and mistakes. Even when our military achieved results in Iraq and Afghanistan, our presidents have mucked up the exits so that they feel like losses. One could argue that Vietnam and Iraq wars should not have been fought, but they were. The failure of the end strategy in the first Gulf War set the circumstances for the second. The war in Ukraine is about defending democracy from totalitarianism, democracy against autocracy. Ukraine has proven willing to fight the good fight against a common enemy if Western allies provide the weapons and resources to do so. Putin is on a rampage of conquest that will not stop with Ukraine if he is eventually successful. The Poles, Baltic states, and even Finland know that they are next in line under Russian guns if Ukraine is defeated. Still, it seems that some Americans want to give up on Ukraine now because of the cost. They are poor at math because the cost of not supporting Ukraine will be far higher longer term and eventually involve U.S. troops when NATO is drugged in. That is unless, of course, our withdrawal includes dropping Article 5 of our NATO commitment. We let Europe fend for themselves as we withdraw shrinking our role from the world order. Donald J. Trump says that he would end the war in Ukraine in 24 hours, but of course leaves out the details of such boasts. The war may be ended in 24 hours, but with Ukraine unceremoniously brutally being thrown under the bus, showing the world that the U.S. has decided to swing rashly toward isolation to Putin's delight. Why would Taiwan, South Korea, the Philippines, or even Australia trust our word when we have displayed such lack of resolve when tested? China is watching us closely, looking to see how our weaknesses can be exploited. The weapons and supplies that we have given Ukraine thus far have been our hand-me-downs, not the ones that our military will use in a first-line war with a direct enemy. It is a single-digit percentage of our military spending that has done more damage degrading the Russian military, resulting in tremendous return on investment for military expenditures. The other war that we are supporting is the one against Iran with Israel and Hamas as the proxies. Here again, it is not U.S. lives at risk on the front line. But that is not to ignore the threat to our domestic tranquility. The political aspects of the war have spread worldwide with surprising demonstrations, while the military aspect is more localized in the Mideast region. Israel has to do what it takes to destroy the Hamas base of Gaza Strip. The battle is unfolding very closely to how I predicted that it would. The Pandora's box is open and what else flies out is unpredictable, but likely nothing good. 
President Biden has been engulfed in the political bonfire raging. He promised to support Israel while standing by its side and not to tell Israel what to do before telling Israel that they need a humanitarian pause. There's been a global outpouring of protests supporting the Palestinians that surprised many that will likely worsen. The local conflict is starting to boil with additional engagement in the West Bank with Hamas there with Hezbollah from Lebanon. Israel is standing firm on relenting on its mission of destroying Hamas in Gaza. They have a long way to go to achieve their objective, and the political blowback will correspondingly continue inflamed. Humanitarian pause... Such a pause would really be a mere subterfuge and would allow Hamas to refit, rearm, and redeploy to better become prepared to kill more IDF soldiers when the hostilities would resume. Israel is being asked to endure more casualties after a pause, while Hamas sacrifices refugees and hostages as shields. If the Palestinians want to end this war, then open the tunnels, release the hostages, and hand over Hamas. Ukraine and Israel have similar principles to ours, while Russia and Iran do not. When good men do nothing, evil wins. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.